Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with the Hackmaster, Ralph Perry Basham, MD. Dave Schrader. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back, kick off hour three, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. You know, hanging out with you and Ralph, I feel like surfing. The inmates are running the asylum now. This is this is this is train spotters music. Train spotters. And they used that they used that in the cruise one of the cruise line ads too. And I said, Do you know what this what music was this was in? All those old people in a heroin movie? In a heroin movie. That's right, train spotters. In any case, well, I mean we, a lot of uh, former vets got into that because of the uh, morphine that they would just oh, yeah. they just jack them up with morphine whenever they got injured and they were like oh well no you don't hurt anymore so you're good now ladies and gentlemen um speaking of drugs yesterday we we're talking about the fact that i have what i what i i talked to a couple of people apparently i don't have nightmares i have night terrors because mm-hmm. it was brought up by uh was it was it called green what was it the guy that was on yesterday uh, Eric Poole? Max, 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 Max Simon. Simon. Yeah. yeah, the green meadow. Uh, anyway, he, it's all about pot and all the rest of it. And I was talking about the fact, and, and Dave pointed out that I, I have PTSD, which I do, and I, I don't have nightmares, which I was calling them. I have night terrors. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to a friend of mine about that yesterday, and he said, um, try this. And I said, okay, good. So I said, you know, I've known the guy forever, so I knew he wasn't going to give me anything wrong. So uh, last night I slept like a rock. Wonderful. No night terrors, nothing. I got six and a half hours of sleep. It was wonderful. Woke up. I was in a really good mood. I called him. I said, what was that? And he said, 20 milligrams of indica. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but that's not legal in the state of Minnesota. He goes, well, no. Yeah. 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 
but apparently um, it's amazing. Ralph, you're a doctor. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm a real doctor. I'm a medical man licensed. You know, when you start getting into these sort of things, uh, which yeah, may or may not be legal. A question. Okay, please. Why aren't they legalizing marijuana for medical use? What What is legal in, in Minnesota? Yeah, but is you have it? to jump through, as Dave called it, I think, 15 fiery well, hoops like, to get Well, like what kind of hoops? It. You go into the doctor and you say, well, geez, I got a backache. You know, geez, I just, I guess nothing seems to work and I don't want to take the narcotics. Oh, geez, oh, I can't give you marijuana. Oh, geez, I, I, my appetite's suppressed by this. You just go through the laundry list of all the stuff the marijuana is supposed to help, and eventually you get your car. I mean, that's kind of what happened in L.A. And then now in Colorado, you just go someplace, spend $150, and then you can have as much marijuana as you can imagine. Dave and I might take a road trip. We were talking about it. Although, did you hear? Now, here's, here's the interesting thing for okay. road trippers. You know, <laughs> For road trippers. Be, they're, they're watching the in-between states. Oh, I bet. So if, if they see you coming out of Colorado and you're going a mile over the limit, they will pull you over. But now they're talking about yeah. what is... Um, what would be a good reason for them? If they smell weed, they're not supposed to get you. If you have foreign plates, meaning from a different state, they're not supposed to get you, but they are. They're doing these, mm-hmm. these checkpoint Charlies. Mm-hmm. Then they're watching. So if, let's say we wanted to fly into Colorado. Yes. Pick it up and then get a rental car and drive it back. Right. There's different plates for a rental car. Yes. So they're watching for those specifically. So you become a targeted part of the audience. Not that I want to brag it up, but tonight on Midnight in the Desert, we're going to be talking about the conspiracy of cannabis and talking about all of these issues that are behind what's going on with with cannabis and why they're doing this. Now, there's a downside, too. My friend Bill Chappell, big Mm. engineer, lives in in Colorado. Mm -hmm. He says the homeless population has multiplied. Oh, I bet. I Um, bet it has. They're they're damming up waterways now because they need more for these grow houses, these illegal grow houses. That's not good. And they're causing all kinds of trouble with it. So there is a a dark side to allowing this to go on as well. Well, I thought that that it was – I don't quite understand. How can you have an illegal grow house? Because there's legal grow houses. Right, but they're illegal you know, restrictions or anything. You just grow it. They don't have to check the purity or but, check, make sure you're growing it but correctly. I, no, but there's just not enough. Pe- what they're saying is, is there's not enough people to police all of the area in Colorado where they're doing this. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's become a real problem. So now so, so now you have, so instead of having alcohol, which was produced, yes. uh, that yes, was chased exactly. after, yep. now you have uh, uh, marijuana that's being grown that they have to chase after. But and then Colorado's also running into where's the money? You yeah, keep talking yeah, about this true. huge bankroll that we're yep. getting. Then why are our taxes continually going up? Yeah, good point, why are good we point. paying for uh, funding for schools more when, when that's where this money is supposed to be earmarked? Right. So there is a legitimate question mm-hmm. you know, of, of where this is going to go. And that may be what screws the rest of the country out of... I don't know. I, Ralph, why is it that, that indica, not that sativa that gets you high, apparently? Mm-hmm. And if I suppose if you did enough indicate, it would really have an effect on you. But 10 or 20 milligrams is not going to have. Why is it that I would not? Because I didn't know what he gave me. So it's not like I talked myself into not having night terrors. I have them every night. It, it's, it because, and you've, you've said that uh, when you've been in Colorado mm-hmm. and you've used yep. the indica that you've rested well. So it, 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 there are beneficial effects for some of, the, for some of those uh, drugs that are in that plant. Yeah. The problem is this: is that you, we don't, since it's been in a class uh, class one drug, that they they've not allowed a proper investigation to see what's good and what isn't. Yeah, I suppose that's you go. True. A buddy, my buddy, of mine, uh, for instance, goes in. He's in Colorado. He gets uh, diffuse joint pain all over his body, uh, all over his body. Can't even move hardly. Oh God! So he goes into uh, he goes into one of the dispensaries there, and he says. Uh, Geez, I got that man. I'm just having a hard time getting around. He will walk. It just hurt all over. My joints hurt all over. I said, well, we got something for that. And I said, you want to take here? Take a couple of these gummies, and then here's some salve you rubbing those joints. Oh yeah. Okay. The thing about it is, it's being sold as a panacea for everything. It's going to cure yeah, everything. Yeah, no, you're right. You can't you're have right. that. You can't. Right. Have, and what you need right. to do is you need to know what it's really good for. And then you use it for that. Well, that's but, exactly what happened with. Uh, opium and then cigarettes yeah they were both like all the doctors are saying just oh yeah smoke a cigarette you'll feel great you got that pep in your step <laughs> oh yeah That's back then. You know, and then yeah 30 years later oh crap but the information i really would like to know is if you if you look at violent crime what percentage of violent crime is associated with alcohol use and what percentage of violent crime is associated with marijuana use both oh. of them i think are less violent and more Oops, I crashed my car into someone. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, I can't believe that. Alcohol, <laughs> alcohol people are very angry people. 
What are you looking at me for? Well, because I think you can (laughs) agree. He's staring right at me. I'm just saying. Drinky McStagger. Drinky McStagger. No, but but the alcohol, it it hits the rage mode real quick. Oh, does it ever. Marijuana. You're so, you don't have time for it. Right. I don't, man. Don't time I might anger. get irritated that you ate the last microwave burrito, but yeah. I'm over it. <laughs> I have a question, Ralph. Why isn't there, because if I take some sleep medications, it makes them worse, not better. Oh, I mean, oh, but just the way that uh, any, any medication will affect your brain in certain ways. It's going to affect certain pathways no right. different than others. The indica seems to affect your pathways or certain the PTSD or whatever pathways are giving you the night terrors. It's able to suppress those. But you take something like Ativan or you take something like uh, any of the other sleep medications, all the benzodiazepines yeah. are kind of – they work all in the same fashion so that you – end up with, you know, you still have the night terrors or you have other kinds of things or you have amnesia the next day. Well, that's what they're saying is that the amnesia factor of indica is what's actually helping. It's the the marijuana. You're probably still having the night terrors, but they're not as effective to you because it's creating like a memory buffer. Oh, really? It's it's shutting down that so that you're not feeling that anxiety that goes with it. Well, I was unaware that marijuana gives uh, gives you amnesia. A lot of people say oh, yeah. it does. It, it affects the memory a, a lot. Huh. Huh. So Trust me on this, Randy. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> I like it. Um, so there's no medication out there that would do what Indica does. No, it's good. That's a unique medication. It's a unique uh, uh, class of drugs by itself. Why isn't there a legal form of it? So I have to go find a doctor. There, isn't there only one doctor that writes oh, I, all the cards? Oh, I don't know who writes the cards here. That's I, what I'm saying. I don't even know how to do it. Because I want to keep my DEA license. No, what I'm saying is you can't. Yeah, well, you couldn't do it anyway. Cause yeah, because it's, I don't want to lose my federal light, federal ticket well, to write prescription legal, legal drugs. Right, exactly. But there are doctors who can do it. Yeah, and but I don't I, know what the. I don't know how you find them or whatever. So I'm just thinking of moving to Colorado. Yeah, you, you what do you do the show from Colorado? Well, there's like, isn't there four states now where it's legal? California, Washington, Nevada, Colorado, and Nevada. Yeah. Didn't, I thought Utah was bringing it in, or are they still too? I, I had heard they, Utah. they were. Man, yeah, they gone over the liberal yeah, end. They're giving, they give free, homeless people free housing now. What? They're now legalizing marijuana. Holy cow. Would Joseph Smith like that? Joseph, well, I don't know. I don't know. Brigham Joe Young Smith. one. Maybe Brigham Young was, was growing it. I don't know. He's <laughs> <laughs> a grower. But it just amazes me that whatever it does to me, I don't have night terrors. And if I don't do it, I do every night have night terrors. Well, Tom, like you, I'm a vigilant sleeper. I, it, yeah, it's almost yeah. like you don't hit that REM sleep. Yep. And when I was in high school, I suffered insomnia so bad. I mean, I would be up yeah. maybe for three days. I'd get about four to five hours of sleep in a three-day span. I just couldn't sleep. So yep. I started smoking pot, and it was the best sleep I've ever had. There you go. And you don't wake up groggy. Like some medications, well, you just you can't get out of that fog. Yeah, no, but you do wake right. up covered in Cheeto dust. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no problem. You have Cheeto dust everywhere. <laughs> and your mouth feels like I it's uh, like a cat litter bin. No. I will tell you, I because I was thinking about this after you and I had that conversation. You mm-hmm. said, "Well, you have PTSD because you could kind of tell that I do." Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about when it all began, and I went back to it was when my father was taken away to the institution. My brother was already in the Marine Corps. So I was the oldest boy. So after everybody went to sleep when I was 10 years old, I would sneak downstairs and sit in a chair by the front door to make sure that nobody was breaking into our house. And it was terrifying to do it, but I did it night after night after night. So I think that's probably what caused it. It put great stress on my system. Well, there's Because I'm that. 10 years old, like, a guy comes breaking through the door, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> right. well, you, you, well, you can home alone him. Work from a yeah, yeah, exactly. for three movies. That would have been great. But you, uh, you also, you dealt with that. You also dealt with um, a father that was a bit unbalanced, a bit, yeah, and, he was a bit, and not knowing what what was coming next. That's that, and at that true. age, your brain and Ralph yep. might be able to uh, talk about this better, but your brain is still building, yep. and you're oh, building yeah. neural pathways that are totally jumping yeah, tracks because good. of the the amount of stress and anxiety you were dealing with yeah yeah I think so you're at this right. point yeah that anxiety during the day you have to remain relatively human mm-hmm. but at night when the subconscious and the superconscious are kind of Ooh, taken over exactly all that anxiety is, is finally coming up and going whoa we need now, to that, get out of here that's chapter yep. and verse coming right out of uh coast to coast am i'll tell you that's chapter <laughs> and verse I'm here. Well, you know, this happens. During the break, I'd like you to look at this implant if you don't mind. Look at the implant if you will. 
I just wish there was a medication I could take care of it. I don't want to break any laws. I don't want to take road trips where I get arrested. I, I would just like to get rid of the night terrors. That would be great. Well, I'm going to do some research and find out what it's going to take to get you on that. I, I've heard, too, that Minnesota is extremely hard to get. Right. Uh, but I can tell you, my mom, Illinois, is a lot more liberal with it. Yeah. When my mom was in the end stages of cancer, I reached out to try to find cannabinoid yeah. oil yeah. because it was really good for helping cancer patients. Mm-hmm. And it was also mm-hmm. showing really impressive uh, moves to helping to stave cancer back and fight it back. And it was like, again, like I was going to war to yeah, try to get this. Yeah, it was true. legal. It was okay. And they're like, well, is she dying? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, then we can probably speed this along. It'll take two to three weeks. I said, I don't think my mom's got two to three weeks. And it just, there's so much political rhetoric, but they have to cover themselves too. Yeah, they do. Because yeah, you don't want to just make this, you know, available crazy until you've decided no. that that's the way you're going to go but once you've made it legal mm-hmm. it's available widely because it, 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 it is invalid. Yeah, but they're it, trying to regulate it so yeah, that they, the federal doesn't come down on them because the yeah, state right, is doing it right. fed still has the right to come in and shut you down and correct and, and cost you your license right they isn't do, that part yeah. of the worry for some well for if you're if you're a physician yes right that's that even though your state is you abiding can, by it if you know you, the people who run it in the state could be arrested and on federal charges right that's so what i'm saying yeah i think that's why there's so much apprehension is they're like you know is at some point somebody going to put their foot down and then everybody that was doing it and doing it to help their patients will suddenly lose their license that's a scary it's interesting that you did describe exactly what happens to me does it happen to you too yeah, I've, I suffer anxiety and depression, so I know a okay. lot of times at night yeah. that's when my mind kicks in. That's exactly and what I can't shut to her me. down. Yep. So it'll wake me up. I get jarred awake. It's my it's... wife has to cradle me and sing lullabies. Oh. She's good at it. Cradling. Yeah. And singing. No, not knowing so cradles. You're not so much with that. <laughs> no, she's very good. <laughs> it, it just it, you kind of just wish that there's something out there that could, uh, you know, wine used to do it, but I don't drink anymore. Um, I suppose if I took like 10 milligrams of, of Valium or something, that would probably do it. Well, it may not because it, you, you, you said totally it, different, it's just yeah. different medication. Yeah, it's a different, different approach. Yep. So, you know, you may be best served by Indica. And I, and I, and I knowing what I've known and just what I've thought to it, I'm, I support it. I just want people smoking it because I don't like the smell of it. And I don't think it's at the dangerous well, health shouldn't problem. shouldn't inhale smoke anyway. Yeah. Oh, God. He's torturing me with this stuff today. It's all true, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, wait a minute. If I was Molina, I'd be a genius for playing this song right now. feel alienated right Let now. Let me think about Molina and genius in the same time. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gone yet, so I can rip them all I want. We shall be right back with part two of our three. We're going to find out how people can stop suffering from night terrors. It's going to be a wonderful public service. Be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? 
Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. You know, I just remembered something, that we don't have the same request line, so we don't get calls anymore. How could we possibly solve that problem? I have the number up on uh, the chat. Oh, you do? Okay. No one's calling. All right, I just wanted to make sure we had it up for people. A cocaine. Why are you bringing up cocaine when I'm talking about indica? Just keeping in the vein, man. Illegal drugs. Although that used to be uh, in Coca-Cola. Yeah, that used to be perfectly legal it was a you know all natural plant-based you know thing and, and I, i'm certainly that didn't end well i'm certainly you can overdose with thc and in and, and, and sativa and indica but man it is really hard cocaine will kill oh, yeah. you can you can yeah. overdose on you. literally anything you yeah, just some things take a lot i don't know what the ld50 is is for uh uh, marijuana, but I tell you it's what, quite a bit. no one knows what it is for cocaine. That's a that's a rough yeah. drug. I don't even have. I I've used it in the past, and I I never had it in my office because it's a dangerous <clears throat> drug to give. I have Ooh. a question for well, you. Yeah, it's based. It's a hundred percent based on how healthy your heart is, which isn't yep. really yeah, something you can know without a lot of study. Well, and how deeply it's been cut. Yeah. Right. That's oh true. yeah. I would stuff, never st- touch anything that I am not a hundred percent sure hasn't been cut stuff, with anything. Stuff you get in the office to use for patients. Is, well, yeah, that's probably. Well, but not I'm been just cut. talking overall. I, they don't cut that. Uh, are you Ooh. sure? How much for the talcum powder free stuff? Yeah, yeah that's the good. rat poison I worry about. I was told by someone because I, I I had never heard it and I never even thought about it. But you can overdose on aspirin, and oh, what yeah. happens is you bleed to death. Yeah. Oh, aspirin's an anticoagulant. Uh, yeah, it's a toxicity yeah. deal, too. Yeah. You know, they have to pump you full of charcoal to get it out of your system. Oh, really? Yeah. You got to get it out of your stomach and your GI But that stuff. has to be the, the whole bottle, doesn't it? You have to take a lot. No, I think like uh, 50, 50 or more pills can be. Well, yeah, really? that's a lot of pills. Yeah. It's a lot of aspirin. Uh, but I'm, You're I not get, accidentally going to take no, that. No, but I, have like, I, I get the jars of 200. You so got I the Costco special. Yeah. You can also get you burn a hole in your stomach. That's how you get it. Oh, I suppose they bleed out in your stomach. I don't think aspirin does that, but I know NSAIDs do. I know that aspirin, no, aspirin no, definitely aspirin does it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's mm. not a no. It's not a good GI drug. No. Acetylsalic, acetylsalicylic acid. Acid salicylic. There you go. Salicylic. It'll give you the stuff. I just because they were talking about the fact. I can't remember what show. I was watching some show, and I can't remember what it was. But you can literally overdose on anything. Yes, sure. literally anything. anything. Well, water, they call it arcing. Prisoners will sit there. Arcing. When they're taking a shower, they'll sit there and just continually chug water, and they drown themselves by arcing. Really? Mm-hmm. You don't even have to drown yourself if you don't want to experience that horrible death. Yeah. If you drink enough, your uh, cells can't communicate because there's no electrolytes in your fluids, and you just stop living. You just die. So, so you, you yeah, do, just yeah, keep you, drinking. Okay. So you become so hyponatremic that yep. you just do exactly. nothing works. Well, yeah, okay. I, did, I didn't mean like you're inhaling the water to drown. No. I oh, mean, right. you just okay. drink it to the point they call it arcing, where you fill your body and your yeah. body can't water process. Yeah. Oh, so it's like A-R-K. Yeah. It's not A-R-C-H. It's A-R-K, like the ARC. Possibly, yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice name. That's a prison name all the way. Arcing. Well, arcing. How did, I don't quite understand why that would be common knowledge in a in a prison I have a feeling if you're in prison, you probably want to die a lot of the time. Probably true. Okay, so this is the way you can die. Yeah. Commit suicide without, you know, the But that's standard. why I think they do time showers now and they... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or they put you have water in your... Any man playing grab ass spends a night in a box. I love that. Well, you... But you I love that movie. Don't you have water in your cell? They patrol and right, watch you, though. What? You've got those little deals. It's not like you can sit underneath there and just choke, choke, choke. give you a cup? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't done think they do time. give you a cup. You can, you can make because you'll run it up and down the board bars <laughs> yeah. and they'll give you a cup. You <laughs> can make, Let me out of here. You can make yourself a clink, shank clink, out of a toothbrush, but they won't give you a cup. That's right. That's Cups right. are dangerous. They give them styrofoam cups. Man, you're not thinking, Tom. You're not thinking. They give them styrofoam cups. You can hear it. That's right. You're barely. Oh, well, then you can just Let inhale it, and then yeah, you'll. But, yeah. You know. Now I'm doing damage to the ozone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a big, big problem. Um, yeah, I, I, see, I didn't even realize it. And, and I, I'm trying to think of what I was watching. They were talking about this, <sighs> that all of this stuff, a lot of it you bleed out. It's like, yeah. ew. Oh, but Tylenol. 
Tylenol is the one. That's, that's a liver. A, that's a bad one. You shut oh, yeah. down your liver. Oh, that's grim. And that one takes a long time. Yeah, so. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so chronic really... liver failure. Oh, so yeah, well, that's where some of, of the real damage is from Vicodin. Right? It's the Tylenol. Yeah, yeah it's the Tylenol. It's the They'll get you before the narcotic. What they is put, Vicodin? They put Vicodin. I mean, they put Tylenol in Vicodin so that you can't abuse it. They mm-hmm. say that abuse this yeah. and your liver shuts down. No, yeah. the, your, your, the, the idea was that they, they combine those one because they work together pretty well the other is is it it's supposed to eliminate uh people grinding them up and uh, yeah injecting them in their veins. oh yeah but they still do that because well, they snort it too right that's oh, a big oh, thing who knows I mean, it's, they, there's aberrant behavior in so many ways is vicodin absolutely. a pain reliever yeah vicodin yeah. it's hydrocodone and oh, acetaminophen okay. Oh, okay. yeah so it's basically tylenol and uh like a weaker a variant of morphine. One of the greatest painkillers of all time was Vioxx, but a couple of women yeah. died from what? Uh, cardiac. They had cardiac problems with cardiac the Vioxx. Problem. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, they, they, didn't they? And Vioxx was just an NSAID, so I don't know. Vioxx was a great drug. It worked like yeah, a they charm. Let, they let Celebrex stay on the market. They took Vioxx off. Makes no sense. Celebrex doesn't work anywhere near Oh, well. okay. Uh, yeah, um, Vioxx was very similar to Celebrex, actually, in that it's a COX-2 inhibitor, but not COX-1. But it worked a lot better than Celebrex. Really? And I'm telling you, it was the best. A lot of people did. Because I, yeah. I take Celebrex because, the yeah, any COX-1 inhibitor destroys my stomach. And I, I, it works very well, and it doesn't make my stomach hurt. See, the problem to me is, and you've brought it up in the past, Ralph, is, is all we're doing is putting a Band-Aid. We're not getting to the root of yeah. what the problem yeah, is, what's true. really causing the aches and the pains. Well, is my problem true. is, let's fix that. Migraines, which we can't fix. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can't fix migraines. I don't know. You know, there's a, a documentary on, is it, honey, Netflix now, that uh, the magic bullet? I think it's on. The Blender? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is killing people. Have you seen that? Oh. What? The magic oh, no, the bullets. Bullet. Oh, is it the neutral bullet? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're, they're blowing up. And what? causing people vapes like... are blowing up and killing people too. Neutral Did you hear the one guy was vaping oh, and blew vaping. up and blew oh, up into his nose? God. And... Uh, this this uh, this is this is coast. It's called the, no, it's the news. You got to try to stop stop with the midget porn when you're online bashing and educate yourself. This is fringe. This is fringe news. Bernard. Control, Control your monkeys. Your monkeys. Control monkeys. your monkeys. Oh my God! It's down to sixty-six degrees. It's gotten cooler rather than warmer today. It's supposed to be like eighty-one hey, today. What you're whining? We had two weeks of summer. What more do you yeah, want, Minnesota? Well, again, I've been telling people for thirty-three years: June fifteenth to Christmas Day. It's wonderful to live here. The rest of the year, you don't know what the hell. Well, if, if volcanoes, you know, if the volcano in Hawaii is blowing soot thirty thousand feet into That's, the air, is that going to start having an effect well, on? It depends on how much you got to get a lot up there. Before you start messing with it. Yeah, over here. Kind of like a suppository? No. Yeah. Yeah. Thank but, you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I've never used a suppository. Oh, you didn't? Keister codeine was big in college. Keister yeah. codeine? Yeah, guys would put a codeine up there and then go oh, drinking God. at the bar and it would absorb in. And, and then they'd grow. die of respiratory failure? Uh, I don't know. It's like a guy who had the hemorrhoid surgery and the doctor prescribed some pill, some pain pills and and and, and some other things. and. And the guy, doctor, uh, the guy comes back a week later, and the doc says, well, how have you been getting along after your hemorrhoid surgery? He, sa- he says, uh, well, pretty good. Everything's gone along pretty well. He says, well, what about the medications we gave you? He says, well, you know, those pills, a couple of those pills, they worked out really, really well. But those those little long things were wrapped in foil. You might as well shove them up your butt. Oh, <laughs> oh God, really? Well, the documentary I was, I was cutting, I think it's Medical called The Magic humor. Pill. Yeah, the uh, magic yes. pill, but it's really interesting, and it's kind of yes. talking about this keto diet. And you start watching, and, and I go into these really skeptical when it comes to the diet deals. But they were talking how it's it's bringing people back uh, that are dealing with severe autism. Really, right? And 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 headaches, um, uh, fibromyalgia, some of these other deals that it's by changing the way you eat and changing how you eat. And it's not just, you know, a, a, a kitsch kind of deal, but it seems to be actually affecting in a positive way that they're able to replicate with numerous people. Did they have double blind, uh, double blind prospective studies uh, studying this? You'd have to watch. I, I got oh, about I a half an hour, 45 minutes in. I was double really blind. interested. But no, they have been doing different testing uh, with it okay. to see how it goes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what's, what's this keto well, man, diet? You just you want guys to come in and do. get their bellies cut open and scrape no, out no, the fat no, instead no, of getting no, them on a healthier no. path. I, I just, I, I just hear, <laughs> you, you when, when someone says that, I, 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 I hear anecdotal experience. Well, we had three or four people who got better when they went on the keto diet, but they may have gotten better because they had a placebo effect. Maybe they didn't have the actual condition. Right, but would, how do you have a placebo effect for a child afflicted yeah, with right. severe autism? That maybe the child was misdiagnosed. I mean, there's many yeah. pieces to this which are Right, really, but then are, you're still finding the key that's bringing them out of that. Whatever that way may have been. 
Yeah, for a lot of the uh, issues that people have, weight loss is the answer. No, I suppose Be- that is true, yeah. Yeah. Being that overweight is a lot worse for you than a lot of people think. And what's the basis of a keto diet? Uh, it's basically just eat as much protein as it, uh, the vast majority of your diet should be protein. There you go. So that's, yeah, it makes a... Um, Wait a minute. That's not what vegans tell me. Well, no, no, and that's what they're actually, they kind of tackle that in the documentary too. Oh, do they? And it's pretty impressive. It's a yeah. bad diet to be on. Yeah. Vegan, yeah, that's Vegan not a good diet. Vegan diet is not good for you. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Humans are omnivores. They eat mm-hmm. everything. They, do. they eat everything. All my teeth are canines. Like tonight, I'm going to have a little uh, meat, and I'm going to have some heirloom carrots, which are, oh, my God, are they good. Carrots? Heirloom carrots, Andy, yep. from either Fresh Time or <laughs> Trader Joe's. Heirloom carrots, Andy. <laughs> Andy. You are correct, sir. Andy, the heirloom carrots, sir. Yes, yes, sir, <laughs> the heirloom carrots. God, Phil Hartman was so good at that. Yeah. I still cannot believe that his wife shot him. Yeah, that's bizarre. I think she was a drug addict. She was, yeah. yeah. She was Minnesota too, wasn't she? What was her name? Bryn, wasn't it? I think it was Bryn, yeah. Bryn Hartman. Shot, shot his head off. Yeah, yeah she blew, mm. blew his Then went over and hung out at a friend's and then came back and did herself. And killed herself, yeah. Yeah, she killed him, then left the house for a while to go deal with friends and then went back. That's ah. really bizarre. Well, I know ah. we had a kid in high school. Oh, you did? Who had a big uh, party. And everybody came out and throwing the, their jackets in the bedroom on the on the bed sure, like yeah, we used to do. Yep. And after the party, they go home and then he tells his his buddies, "They're like, where the hell are your parents?" He goes, "They're dead in their room." He'd kill them. What in the bedroom where everybody was throwing their jackets on the oh, bed? Oh God! And nobody noticed. But oh, that was God. a big thing. Yeah, David Joseph, I think his name was, but uh, killed his parents yeah. and then had a party. Yeah. Well, that's big. Unfortunately, if you watch a lot of these kids that kill. It's like they, they know they're going to go away. That's oh, exactly right. Yeah, it's just, uh, what is this? Man, I'm, great. There's a whole no world going on. My wife would listen to it. She was so scared. It's not Coast Coast. It's real world stuff it's here. It's real world stuff. And Bryn had recently been drinking and snorting Coke. So, yeah. So she might have caused a mania of some sort, perhaps. So, yeah. if your mom might go home after the show today and your mom's sitting around doing cocaine and wheeling, I'm going to just turn yeah. around and go back. Meet me at Portillo's. Car. I'll see you at Portillo's. We'll, we'll let her ride it out. <laughs> exactly. Ride out. He just ride out the whole thing, man. It is unbelievable. No, it's interesting, Cassie, as the representative woman from Minnesota here. Why do so many women from Minnesota get involved with celebrities, but it never ends well? I mean, you get that woman. What was the woman's name with O.J. Simpson? What the hell was her name Nicole again? Simpson? No, no, no. The one from Minnesota. I'd Chrissy uh, Chrissy something. I don't know. Or was it Paula? Oh, I thought it was Chrissy. I don't know. I can't but for some that. reason, women from Minnesota who get involved with celebrities, it just does not work well. <laughs> Somebody ends up harmed in some way. I don't know why that would be. Uh, Margaret Whitley, Arnell... Now her name was Chrissy. There's Nicole. Um, it was after after Nicole got cacked. After that. <laughs> what? And then Tiger. Captain Sensitivity. <laughs> Captain Sensitive. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, she was from Minnesota, and I can't remember where I can't remember what town she was from, but Are you sure? I want to yeah. say Positive. Minnetonka or something like that. That may be right. Yeah, where? where? Yeah, that's. Minnetonka. Oh, is it Minnetonka? Christy Prody? Yep. Yes, there she's you from Chris, Moorhead. Christy Prody from Moorhead. And she is now in prison. She oh. is? Because a... she tried to steal a woman's purse at a mall. What? Oh, oh and boy. she also stole painkillers from an elderly couple. Oh, that's not good. So Christy <laughs> had like a few problems Coast to Coast room. stuff to me. That sounds like Coast <laughs> to Coast they have to be. Are you talking about OJ on Coast to Coast? No, you don't. You're talking yeah, about have. shadow people. No, we talk about crime, and I'm not on Coast to Coast anymore. So you're not going to do oh, it anymore? No, I'm, I'm just uh, five nights a week with Midnight in the Desert right. at MidnightInTheDesert.com. MidnightInTheDesert.com. <laughs> and then, of course, there's True Crime Tuesday, which just launched today. Is you know, Give that out there for people. DarknessRadio.com. Well, yeah. well, that's, Go that's check how it this out. all works. Yeah. I assume you promote this show on those. So. What show? <laughs> Here we go. See, I make sure it's he does. Give, give, give. That's all I know. <laughs> the Tony Bernard show. Tony is... Bernard, my brother Tony. God, that, yeah. that name, Midnight in the Desert, is so, so cool. Midnight I mean, got, in the exactly desert. That's exactly what you're driving through the desert. Uh-huh. Listening. Well, to this. Crystal Gale wrote the song. Have you ever heard it? Yeah. Yeah. Midnight it's, in the Desert. She did it because she was a fan of Art Bell and oh, I didn't listening know that. to that show. I did not know that. Yeah. That's amazing. 
but Art just died. He was, what, 72? 72. We're waiting on the final toxicology to find uh, out what happened. God rest his soul. Was he just a TV party? He might have think, he think he Let's might have. Bob. May have thrown deep to the wide receiver. Well, he's been dealing with COPD for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh. There you go. Let's go. Uh, oh. Let's go. In other words, we have to go now. Get it? Let's go. We will be right back. Special guest coming up next. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. And now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, June 18th, 6 p.m., at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really, really fast. I've lost about 50 pounds now at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that are weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, the Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life and i know they can help you too call now to register for the Nutramost twin cities and plymouth dinner on june 18th to register call 763-333-7337 that's 763-333-7337 i remember when my older brother came home from vietnam and how proud i was to be seen with him in uniform i'm a huge supporter of our military men and women and always have been i've also got a soft spot for women and children Lincoln said in his second inaugural speech that we should take care of the wounded and care for the widows and orphans. That's exactly what the Gold Star Ride Foundation does. This summer, the Gold Star Ride Foundation will travel across the country visiting Gold Star families on an ambitious adventure to help those families and remind them they are not forgotten. I made a commitment to help this organization just like Weston Choppers, Northlight Color, and Print Media Minnesota, and you should too. It's pretty easy to do. Just visit www.goldstarride.org and click the Donate button. Many of my listeners already have, and that's great, but let's not forget, we're all in this together. www.goldstarride.org. Today's a good day to do it. Be proud of our veterans and their families. Make a contribution today. We'll listen to that. Your mammy. Midnight in the desert. Oh. Shooting stars across the sky. So this was an Art Bell show? Yeah. This was his final show. Coast to Coast, and then he moved on to Midnight in the Desert. No, after Coast to Coast, he retired for a while, and then uh, he did Dark Matter on Sirius XM. There you go, Dark Matter. And then Dark Matter, uh, he left that because of issues with the way they were delivering the the show. Mm -hmm. And he had to write out his two or three year contract with XM Sirius, and then he came back with Midnight in the Desert. I have a question for you. When are they going to admit that Sirius XM was a complete and dismal failure? Hmm. Not as long as they're still contractually tied to the $100 million deal to uh, That guy Howard. doesn't have that many listeners. People think no. he's got a ton, and he doesn't. Oh, he's got a lot, but yeah, I don't think he's nearly the, the powerhouse they think he is. Oh, God, no. But Our that's guest is on. Two or three different channels for We it. can ask Dr. Paul Stigler. Dr. Paul, how are you? I'm uh, good. How are you? Marvel. You pronounce your last name Stigler? That's correct. Because my well, I have a brother on a brother-in-law named Ziegler, so I'm assuming Stigler and Ziegler <laughs> has probably come from the same place. So I, it was just a shot in the dark, oh. Doctor Paul. Do you mind if I call you Doctor Paul? No, no, call me Paul, whatever, and I can call you Tom. That would be wonderful, as a matter of fact. So, Doctor <laughs> Paul, what's the latest? The latest? Are you calling from the Twin Cities? Yes, sir. Well, that's my home. I grew up in St. Louis Park, so oh, this, is, this is nice for me to start out. Well, I'll tell you something, Dr. Paul. We're in St. Louis Park right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when's the last time You're you kidding. Were, no, we're in St. Louis Park. That's where we're, where we're based in St. Louis Park. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the area today, but, uh, yeah, we're pretty near the lifetime. Yeah. Wow, um, that's interesting, yeah. So when's the last time, Very you, neat. Yeah. When's the last time you were in St. St. Louis Park? Oh, just last week for Mother's Day. My oh, mom's still there, there 92 oh, and kicking. Okay, well, so you know the West End is, the West End Theater and all that stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's where we are. We're right down, one building down from the movie theater, as a matter of fact. Yeah, so uh, you grew up, uh, went to St. Louis. So you're an Oriole? 
Did you go to St. Louis Park High School? I am. Oh. I went to St. Louis Park High, and we're having our 50th uh, reunion next year. Imagine that. So you graduated <laughs> high school when you were when you were five years old? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I was precocious. It's like Doogie Hauser. I, I was precocious. I think that's wonderful. Okay, so you, you grew up in, in, in St. Louis Park, and then where did you go to college? Uh, Carleton College, just south of there. Sure, absolutely, Carleton College down just south. Was it? Is it in Northfield or just south of Northfield? It's in Northfield, yeah, in Northfield it proper. Is. So it's St. Olaf I and St. med school yeah. in St. Olaf and Carleton, and, and they did my med school in Minnesota right there, so and it what, feels like home, old home, home week. Absolutely. Where do you live now? Uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. Well, that's not a bad place to live either. I mean, let's, you know. No. Uh, what to do with emergencies on road trips? Are we talking about all kinds of emergencies? Like, what kind of emergencies are we talking about? Well, my, my main role is I'm a medical director for OnStar, and we, we teach the call takers, the advisors, what to uh, tell people and how to handle all sorts of emergencies of people calling in cars. Um, but, uh, I mean, you can name it from... From allergies to chest pain to breathing problems to babies being born to CPR, we we see it all. It, it all happens in a car. It's pretty interesting. And people just so they have these emergencies and they hit OnStar for for they hit OnStar for help. Right, they, That's phenomenal. they hit the emergency button and they get a trained uh, emergency advisor that can uh, ask specific questions and then guide them through life saving uh, instructions: CPR, childbirth, choking. That is unbelievable. How, uh, whose idea was it to reach out to you and say, hey, Dr. Paul, we need somebody like you to run the – so do you kind of run the whole program? Well, I'm, I oversee the, the medical side to make sure the quality of, right. of what they're doing. This is a scripted program called Priority Medical Dispatch. It's been around for 35 years. Right, it's, right. Um, developed by a physician in Utah, and it's the most popular worldwide uh, scripted computer program to – to ask questions and, and, and give instructions for emergencies. So even a dimwit like a radio so guy it. could figure it out? Even, even you know, even me. <laughs> that was a I good dance. Go <laughs> Very politically I, correct. I'm just a regular old country doc, <laughs> and we, uh, the script works really well. That is fantastic. Uh, you handled that very well. Yes, it even works for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Do you get... They must get some pretty bizarre requests, though. People just uh, thinking something's going really wrong, and it might be just anxiety or something. I, it, does that happen quite often? Oh, yeah, the lion's share of, of calls are people we call the worried well. They think they're having a heart attack, or they think they're right. having a stroke, or they're thinking they're having something, and they call. And our job is to calm them down, ask pertinent questions, and for the most part, get them an ambulance because we can't diagnose over the phone. And if, right. if they're calling and they think it's important enough to, to call, um, we take it seriously and, and we interdigitate with the local 911 centers all around the country and North America and get them an ambulance and give them instructions while the ambulance is coming. Doctor, i got to tell you, my favorite one in the last month that we played, this was a 911 call. It wasn't non-star, but it was 911, and you work in concert with them. This guy called and said... Uh, you got to come and get me because I just broke into a pizza hut and I had a pizza and a Mountain Dew. And they said, well, what's your name, sir? And he goes, my name is Jesus. What's your last name, sir? Christ. He said, your name is Jesus Christ? Well, Jesus, what do you look like? Well, I look like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff 911. Exactly. Oh, you guys put up with amazing craziness uh, how do you deal with it um the first thing is just to remember that it may be crazy but it may be real and people yeah. just get hysterical for reasons that you know they're uncontrolled and our, our job is to calm them down and, and get to the get to the bottom line just the facts ma'am and 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 figure out what what's really important you know, i think it's wonderful. what they think is 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 uh is hyster i mean I can't tell you the number of times between choking, you know, choking kids and oh. little kids with febrile seizures, you know, families just get all hysterical, and our job is to calm them down and make sure that they're okay. See, that's wonderful. I mean, 
the the advent of OnStar really has helped a lot of people, and I, I think that's terrific. Uh, first of all, it's helped a lot of people who've locked their keys in their car, so that, that's kind of nice starting off right there. But <laughs> Been yeah, there, done that, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, do you remember the old Harmar Theater? It used to be over there at Harmar Mall, over on Snelling Avenue in St. Paul. I remember the name. I, you know, living in sure. Minneapolis, I don't remember going there, but I remember it. Yeah, right, you remember the name. Uh, I was in line to go to a movie at that theater one time, and this guy walked up to me and gave me a card, and said, uh, "You should read this." And he just walked away. And I said, "Okay." So I flipped the card over and it said, "My name is Jesus Christ. I was crucified almost two thousand years ago. That's all I can say for now." That's what it said on the card. Like, do I really want to go into this theater into the dark? Do I want to go in the dark after getting this card given to me? I, I, I just. So I do have to ask you the one. Now this could be devastating, but um, have you personally ever had to deal with someone who didn't make it? Um. Yeah. After thirty-five years of of working right. in an emergency department, that's my main job for thirty-five years. I. So all sorts of people die. I mean, it's, that's the the sobering part of the job. And yeah. our job is to realize that, you know, that happens. And, you know, and those people we can save, we work on them. And those that are, you know, that don't make it, that's that's hopefully usually not our fault. No, so I'm you sure. Have to, you have to develop a, a resistance and a develop a, a reality about that. So, yeah, yeah, I've seen hundreds of people die, so. And has anybody, has anybody ever hit OnStar, and, and I suppose people hit OnStar, and they think they're having a heart attack, then they actually have a heart attack, and they probably, so having to deal with that, uh, just not even being in the emergency room or anything like that, they just, I, I think what I'm getting to is the sadness that it would be to, to hit OnStar and then just die by yourself. That's a very sad thing, actually. Well, I mean... I don't know what they feel like after they die. That's a whole other question. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Honest, well, I do know that answer. <laughs> um, that's right. <laughs> but you know, for for us, when we get we get these calls, and, and the good news is that they that they called, and yes. we're there with them in the car, and we can actually hear them if it's one person calling, and we can hear if all of a sudden they've collapsed, they start having agonal breathing. We know what's going on. We can give that information. We have the GPS coordinates of where that car is. Yeah. And we can get help to them, even though, you know, uh, and, and if, more than so, more so than people would, that would call in by a cell phone, we can't figure out where they are. Yeah, that's very so that's, that's the beauty of OnStar. Um, and we know what's going on. We get the help, and uh, we're there with them. So Is it pretty clear that, to people... Is it pretty clear to people that have OnStar that that if you have a medical emergency, I mean, do they? I assume with OnStar, I do not have OnStar in my car because uh, I drive older cars. I love older cars, but um, uh, is it very clear that people can just hit OnStar that there are medical people available to talk to them? Do people know this? Um, I think they know this. I, I mean, they do. Our OnStar does a lot of marketing. They they talk about the red. You know the red button to push in emergencies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's why people buy the service. Um, so and they they call for all sorts of reasons. And so I think I think the knowledge is out there, and so it works. And the, we get a lot of calls from people who are OnStar customers, and they uh, are the first on scenes of accidents. So they become a good good Samaritan. So we get lots of calls from OnStar customers who put themselves sure. out there to, to help other people, and so. Um, I, I think it's it's well known. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. That's a terrific thing. I, I it's just one of the good things that have happened in the last several years. I'm sure it's saved many many lives. I'm I, I don't know. There probably aren't any stats on how many lives it's saved, but it's got to be thousands and thousands of people. Uh, lives have been saved uh, by using OnStar. But I think it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean. I would I would like to give you data, but we don't right. get the follow up unfortunately. But we right. do know several instances. I do know of one case a couple months ago. We had uh, told someone how to do CPR on their loved one, and and we did find out the ambulance came. They were able to defibrillate them after the CPR that was started, and the patient lived and and left the hospital normal. So that's that's one good case uh, that we know of for sure. Um, so it does work, and the, and the and the value of that one case is you know. There's, there's no value to that. It's no, priceless. So. You're absolutely right about it. We're happy about that. You know, because we've become such good friends now, i got to tell you, next time you come to visit your mom, 
You know who Andrew Zimmern? Okay. You know who Andrew Andrew Zimmern is? Has the food shows on TV, right? Uh, I will now. <laughs> okay. Well, he's putting a Chinese restaurant in the West End called the Lucky Cricket. So when next time you come to town, take your mom oh. to Lucky Cricket because that guy knows how to cook. I'm just telling okay. You. All right, a little insider. I will remember that. St. Louis Park information. Uh, fantastic interview. Uh, I just, see, now I, I walk away from this interview feeling good knowing that people, it's like a, back in the old days, man, if you if that happened to you in a car and you were all alone, you were done. There was nothing you could do. So to have that available is a wonderful thing, doctor. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I feel honored to be part of this. It's uh, yep. It's a great post-retirement gig and you know feel like we're really helping you know everybody doing this it's uh thank you for mentioning that oh absolutely it's a wonderful thing dr paul uh great interview i appreciate your time today sir thank you tom it was a pleasure thank you call anytime thank you sir dr paul stigler is his name yeah i'm, I'm very serious about that can you imagine back in the old days you're a you know traveling sales guy or <laughs> whatever you're out in the old Oldsmobile driving down the highway, and you go into the big one. You got no shot. That's right. I'm wondering how many people, how many calls they get from people that have uh, maybe taken one too many bites off the old edibles. Yeah, and you got to oh, talk them down. Definitely a lot of people. You got to bring that up. I can't for. breathe. I can't breathe. Time has stopped. The, the, ce- the ceiling in my car is dripping down on me like hot wax. <laughs> right. How do you walk somebody through that deal? You guys are no fun at all. But it sounds to me like you press that red button, you just bought an ambulance ride. Yeah. Mm, for about two thousand yeah. dollars. Well, but, if you need it, then it's worth the uh, price. Right, true. And right. if you don't, G's. then that'll tell you, hey, maybe think about it more, more next time. Because I think time. the first thing they do is they talk to someone and they dis- they dispatch so that you yeah. never know what they're, what's there or not there. Cassie, did you line up those interviews? Um, Let me see. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Bentley and Dr. Paul Stigler. I don't remember. if I might have done that. Children to the I wheel. I think I did Dr. Paul. Mm-hmm. I think you did, yeah. yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Catherine will be back tomorrow. Well, that's um, assuming Jude will let her sleep. Book her up at 3, 4, 5, 6 o'clock. Time to give the dog some edibles. Yeah, time for the dog to get some edibles. You're absolutely right about that. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.